0: Hi, everybody. Happy f- New Year.
1: <laughs> 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 and Happy New Year. This
0: is Welcome to Between the Sheets. This is our first show of the year. And I'm obviously mathematically challenged because there's only a certain amount of people that can fit in this room. And well, I screwed up. Um, but nonetheless, Tony accommodated us and we mostly all know each other. So it's going to be so much fun. I hope you guys had a great Christmas and a new year. And 2020 is going to be amazing, which yeah. is why I wanted to start the show on an upbeat topic where, I think most people make resolutions and stuff, and you know, you can make the resolutions, you can walk the walk, but you need to really, I mean, you need to walk the walk and talk the talk. Everything else is a bunch of bullshit unless you actually do work on yourself. And I think resolution is nothing unless you actually put the effort behind it. And it doesn't matter how slow you go, it's with your own pace and it's your own journey. So this show is about awareness, and awakening.
2: Yay. It
0: is um Hetty. I want you guys to call in. We're all going through some struggles. We're all going through some stuff. And you know what? It's always good to have a community, especially of women, to help us find the answers or to help us on our path. You can call in at 323-524-2599. And on the panel this evening, we have hold on, I gotta read this. Kundalini, meditation teacher. You're probably friends with her on Facebook. Francesca Astor. To her left, we have author, spirit, healer, and transformational coach, Deborah Mittler. She's on Facebook, too. And then we have a good friend of mine. I'm secretly in love with her, but she knows (laughs) it. She has the most beautiful eyes. Um, She's here from Ojai. She drove in all the way from Ojai. Um, She is a little bit of everything. She is um, a healer, an intuitive just mother earth for me and um wow and i i'm so happy you're here because you are so grounding so thank you so much thank you terace hartman she's on facebook too but she's more discriminatory so (laughs) Um, and then we've got all the way from rome all you between the sheets crazy fans that keep following us jerga's here it's jerga mcbroom (laughs) um and then we have my buddy Kimberly Sanchez.
2: Hello, everybody.
0: And we all know one of my psychic people, yes. Cheryl Murphy. Yes,
3: yeah, great to be here.
0: And then we've got the sex pot of the crowd,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mara Shane. Hi, everyone. <coughs> oh my God. Glad, Glad to I'm be hot. here. Happy New
0: Year. And then we have Tony Sweet on the keyboard. Hi, Tony. So, um, you know, I, I kind of started off the show about... You know sort of what we strive for I think everybody like we all try and work on each other and you know and and don't and guys don't be so hard on yourself you know we do stumble and fall and, and the most important key is when you stumble and fall you get up it's yeah. okay it really is okay so I'm gonna start off with Francesca um, she is a Kundalini person and um, explain what the hell Kundalini is
4: Well, uh, kundalini yoga and meditation is an ancient practice, um, very ancient actually, and it's the yoga of awareness, awakening, and knowledge.
0: Keep talking. Tony will fix it. And
4: the (laughs) wonderful thing about kundalini yoga, and I think there are a lot of misconceptions, But I think the wonderful thing about Kundalini is we work on every aspect Mm -hmm. of your body, your Mm -hmm. mind, your spirit, your soul. Mm -hmm. And being a registered nurse as well, we work on every aspect. So I could do a set for your liver, for your kidneys, for your heart, for your lungs, for your digestion. We do a lot of pranayama, which is breath work, um, which um, I absolutely love. Because if you can get someone to breathe properly and there are all kinds of uh, pranayama that I um, teach. Uh, That's better than anything else you can do because I think your breath will get you through life no matter what. So we do a lot of breath of fire, which removes toxins from the body, left and right nostril breathing. Breathing through the left nostril is a wonderful way to relax and rid yourself of any anxiety, Where uh, breathing through the right nostril will wake you up (laughs) and we balance the brain We meditate, we chant. Um, It's working. Kundalini means the serpent that's asleep at the base of the spine. And it's energy. Mm -hmm. It's all about energy. And it's to awaken this energy. And then that energy, when she awakens, goes through all the chakras. Mm -hmm. So it's a very beautiful, beautiful um, uh, yoga. And I've been teaching now for about 20 years. And I've had the honor of, um, practicing with Guru Mokkar Kalsa, mm. Guru Shabad, and um, the Sadh sings who are in Italy. I've had amazing teachers, and um, I think where I focus on most of all is the emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kim had brought that up. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> if you don't deal with your emotions and you keep shoving them, what's going to happen? We're going to find imbalances in our bodies. We're going to get sick, unfortunately. Mm. We all have the same emotions, and there should be no shame around those emotions.
0: Right now, Deborah, regarding that sort of pinballing off of that, mm-hmm. um, you're the your spiritual healer and transformational coach. Mm-hmm. I you you can plug your book now. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my book. Ah. Do
0: you want me to talk about my book? Yeah, talk about your book and so... talk about what you do and how that springboards or complements, if it does, what Francesca does.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, Francesca talked about, you know, not suppressing our emotions. I think that's the most important thing because our emotions, it's like kind of a little kid. And so they're crying, right? You're telling little kid, shut up, stop crying. So you're continuing being the mean parent to that little kid. So we never really learn self-love until we learn to self-love and self-parent ourselves. And that's, that's t- making more conscious choices, but also recognizing, hey, when I'm upset, take a deep breath, stop. You know, just say, hey, you know what, I got you, I feel you. What's going on? You know, ask your inner child, because whenever we're upset, that's our inner child crying, saying, mm-hmm. hey, there's something going on. And it usually comes from a deep repressed emotion from when we were little. Because what's happening when we get triggered by something, it's bringing up our unresolved issues that we never dealt with that's stored in our bodies. And what Francesca talked mm-hmm. about, the emotions we don't deal with, it. it just gets stored and stored and stored. And what I help my clients do is release that so they could come back home to to their authenticity and live from that space because we have so many layers of emotional traumas situations you know that's that's covering who we are and all these conditionings and how our parents told us how we should be and how society told us how we should be and we don't even know who we are and a lot of people start to take drugs and and overeat and do all kinds of things because they're there they just don't know how to be with themselves and a lot of that's because they suppress themselves and they don't know who they are
6: but Deborah, if I can ask this really quick yeah so <clears throat> What if it's a trauma in your childhood that's Mm -hmm. so far down, you don't even know what Mm -hmm. it is. Can you work with that, through that? You know what I mean? Yeah,
5: so with trauma, I don't force it. So when you're ready to deal with it, you'll deal with it. The thing is, you deal with what's present today, and that stuff does come up. Now, in a session, if I was having a session with you, and you're feeling something in your body, your body's speaking, so it's ready to be processed at that time, but you don't want to force a healing. You don't want to bring it up until the person's emotionally ready to deal with it, and that's why sometimes healing takes longer for certain people. A lot of people ask me, well, how long is it going to take? I'll never give you a time frame, because I don't know your process, Mm -hmm. and it's really up to you and your spirit and your soul when you're ready to do that
7: can i just jump in here for a minute because i grew up meditating my name is durga i was given that name by my spiritual teacher when i was 10 years old swami muktananda gave me that name and uh as francesca was saying uh when the kundalini shakti which lays on a on the etheric plane dormant at the base of the spine when it's awakened and your spiritual journey happens it starts going up through the sushumna, which is a pathway that corresponds okay. to the spine, mm-hmm. through the different chakras. And in these chakras, it, when you've had traumas mm-hmm. and it's stored in your body, mm-hmm. sometimes it's you know stored in, in that area. Mm-hmm. And as it breaks through, as the kundalini shakti breaks through those areas, that's when that trauma can be released. And a lot of times, trauma that you're not aware of, mm-hmm. if you have a very healthy spiritual practice, that's when a lot of times it can come up. If you're in meditation, if you're in mm-hmm. practice, if you're in yoga, then you'll something will come into your head. You'll have a vision of a time when you were a child that you did not remember, mm-hmm. and as you work through that, then it's released. Mm-hmm.
4: And and you can also experience physical.
7: Yes. You know
4: <laughs> um, what we call physical kriyas. Yeah. Where I used to when I used to go to Guda um, um, you know, retreats. What what happened is people would be just. Thri- thriving all over Riding the place, writhing
7: around, it looking like thinking, an insane asylum. They the were behind. having seizures,
0: and <laughs> yeah. they weren't.
7: And spontaneous and pranayama. Spontaneous. Yeah. Well, the thing we
0: is, have. I mean, T lives in Ojai, and Ojai is very spiritual. Head, spiritual. Um, and you know, you you met Ram Das. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I saw the
8: picture on too. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he just recently died. We just Um, really have to
2: take a moment and uh, you know appreciate Ram Dass. You know, we really have to. I mean, truly, my
0: famous, Mm -hmm. my favorite, favorite quote is, "We're all walking each other home." Mm -hmm. And I'm probably, I don't know why, but that so resonates with me. But you grew up in Ohio.
8: Yeah. So you know, and and one of the things I, I grew up, I was telling Francesca, um, on a farm and like ten acres with five brothers. And so, you know, and they're building forts and shooting guns and all this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm off by myself. My mom's like far too busy to take me to go play with friends. So Mm -hmm. I was out in the fields and I started running experiments when I was little. So I learned to throw myself into a trance when I was three just by running in a circle. Run, 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 run. And, you know, it's like you don't feel anything. Right. So you just feel like happy. And on top of that, my grandmother had been a nun for ten years, so and she was a very mystical uh, variety. Um, And then I think my grandfather may have gotten her pregnant. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm 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 well, somebody obviously got her (laughs) pregnant. I mean, (laughs) it was not the Immaculate Conception. That only happened once. It wasn't from spinning spinning around and around. (laughs) But you know, I think uh, spending all that time, it's like you start doing these fun experiments. And for me, you know, it's like well what is your paradigm for life? And I think that's the quickest way to uh, get yourself out of a funk is to shift the paradigm, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I've always kind of considered life um, like a scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mm -hmm. finding this and that. So your eyes are like wide open and because of that, I've I've like I've met the most interesting people, like um, Gungaji in the forest oh. in Rishikesh, and mm-hmm. and you know Carlos oh. Castaneda's group. You know, having lunch with them and and uh, Deepak Chopra, and you know you know just like randomly. I'm hanging out with you for now Randomly, <laughs> it just you know it happens. So so I you know I had dinner with Ram Das one night because I was over visiting this woman that I met, and uh, she was like, oh come stay with me. I have this little shack you know by the ocean. And I was like, kind of feeling sore, and she was so nice. I'm like, of course I'll come. <laughs> so I come, and it's like this beautiful like mansion with like, <laughs> rails going by. I'm like, what? She goes, would, would you like some coconut water? And I'm sure. So she like takes a coconut out of the refrigerator and breaks it. Like <laughs> <open>. real <laughs> coconut water. I mean, it, it was. Nice. And then she goes, oh, and uh, RD's coming over for dinner. I'm thinking, who's RD? <laughs> and then I'm like, rum <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Sure enough, sure. it you know, and it was, and so you know, I got to spend some time with him. And today, I was over at um, Julie Cipher's house, who's you know very uh, devoted to, has been devoted to Ram Dass, and I found out that she, you know, was with his body and uh, seriously, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. So she told me some you know really interesting things about him. But he was a, he was a great teacher, and you know, yeah. kind of led me back too to my childhood because that was one of my first books. And I remember, you know, I'm a little dyslexic, so, you know, to see all the pictures, I I was walking down this long driveway, gravel driveway with no shoes on because we taught swimming lessons. And so I'm trying to imagine what it's like to be here now. Mm. So I started going into that flow state. And, you know, it's like I could feel the gravel and the sun and the trees and and all of that. And so when I was able to meet with him, I, I said, is that what it's like to create a portal and because I could go back there as though it's happening right now. Mm. And he said, yeah, yes, that's right. But after I had dinner with him, I came home and I, my dad said they were filming on, on the driveway. I'm like, what are they filming? They're filming some movie about Ram Dass on the driveway. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know, so it's like uh, these little synchronicities Mm -hmm. that show up. You put like a certain amount of energy somewhere and it, Mm -hmm. it, like it makes it holy, but somehow. that's the thing. It's
0: like you know, like Mar- we were talking about astrological signs. Don't even ask before, but <laughs> it's like what, what, like why do people gravitate toward us? I mean, you know, and the word energy and synchronicity mm. and vibration. You know, people really throw that around loosely. Inner child, they say it, but no one really knows what it means. um Religion, you know, know the religious really. factors. You know, like. You know that, and then they go, "Well, you're religious, so you have like Catholic, Jewish, whatever." So where the hell does spirituality come in? What's spirituality? And then people throw that term around oh so loosely. Um, oh, I'm shit. spiritual. What the f- hell? does is- I'm trying. <laughs> I'm so trying.
7: What does that mean? I, I can take a stab at this. Okay. I mean, okay. It's funny. I was listening to what you were saying. I, well, my mother was very good friends with Werner Erhardt who started to est mm-hmm. so when i was i did the first s training ever held in los angeles in fact i'm one of the reasons they created a young person's training because i was like playing with my snoopy throwing it up in the <laughs> air and werner turned around and looked at me and said will you knock it the f off and that's when i got it i was actually thinking hmm maybe i should be paying attention <laughs> so anyway um so i grew up with that i met ram Dass. I was gonna ask you, growing up in Ojai, if you ever saw when Krishnamurti used to speak. I went up to, to that, I used to see Krishnamurti. Oh, wow. um, and Werner was the one who was responsible for bringing Baba Muktananda to the West. So I grew up around all this stuff. And as a result, my mother was a seeker, and she took me and my sister around the world to different places. So as a result, I went into, I've been into a lot of houses of worship of many different denominations. And the thing I discovered is when everybody stops talking, mm-hmm. there is a presence mm-hmm. that is beyond the dogma and beyond the words. And to me, that is spirituality. The rest of it is religion, mm-hmm. it's that thing that exists beyond words.
4: It's that stillness. Uh, yeah, exactly. My favorite word.
7: Yeah. Stillness. But it's
0: true. I mean, meditation. <laughs> That's a problem for me. Um, <laughs> no. Really? Shocking. I never
7: would have guessed.
6: Although, wait, wait, because like we were talking about taking a trip to Esalen. Yeah. Right? A group trip to Esalen, and we were like, do you think that you can be quiet, Gayanne? <laughs> <laughs>
7: By the way, you know the, the ranch that I lived on for three and a half yeah. years, the San Jose Ranch, my husband's yeah, family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's across the street from Esalen. Oh, well, we're
0: going to go. Oh, wow. We're doing a between the wow. sheets trip. I don't when? know how we're doing it. I don't know yet. We just talked about it. <laughs> I've got to prepare. <laughs>
7: Okay, well, you need to (laughs) let me know because maybe I can... We're going
5: to come see you. That's where we're going.
7: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a Roma. Vieni a Roma. Molto (laughs) bene perché io vivi a dieci minuti il Vaticano. I live ten minutes from the Vatican.
4: Okay. Oh, me, there you go. I don't know if I'd be one. Of, I,
0: had, I had many years of yeah, Catholic shit. Sucked. I'm not doing no. that. Um, I'll pass up the, the Pope. Although um, this Pope is pretty good compared yeah. to the rest of them. He slapped that lady. I know he <laughs> did. So, yeah. so my point is getting not getting back on track, Durga. Now I remember why you used to piss the shit off of me. Got such um, a good laugh. But that was funny.
7: Um, <laughs> so that's funny.
0: I mean, like, okay, you know, cause I'm throwing all these terms around, and I want everyone to jump in because I don't have the answers. I mean, I've been. You know, I came out to California. I was raised Catholic, sorry. But I was raised, and I know that I just didn't quite fit into that paradigm. It just wasn't anything that I resonated with. So I came out to California. I did the law school thing. But I started, like, I found the Psychic Eye Bookshop. Mm. And it... I was drawn to it, mm-hmm. and I would spend hours and buying so many books of stuff. And, you know, I did the runes, I've got witch stuff. I mean, I thought I did the witch stuff, but it was fascinating, like white magic. What was it, you know? Um, just going through crystal healing, candle healing, light healing, this crap and that crap. but. It was just really, and it's not crap. It just didn't, those things just didn't resonate with me. But I mean, I guess my definition of spirituality is to be open to everything and to whatever you become. Okay. This is going to sound weird, but we are each, we become our own church. Meaning I can pick a little bit of Judaism or a little bit of this or a little bit of that, whatever resonates with me. I kind of am making my own religion, yeah. something that I can resonate with. Mm-hmm. But we, every single one of them talks about this meditation thing, okay?
4: Can I jump in? Sure. Okay, since I'm a meditation teacher. <laughs> um, no, no, what I wanted to say, because so many people say that, oh my God, I can't meditate, my mind, oh my What we have to realize is that the mind only knows to think. Okay, and we have to have compassion for our minds. It doesn't know it has a higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. so you can meditate and what I tell the students is to bring themselves back to the third eye which is your sixth chakra it's a seed of wisdom and intuition so your mind's gonna wander so as those thoughts come in you want to touch them like clouds in a vast Mm -hmm. sky acknowledge them Mm -hmm. bow to them just like you do with the emotions but you learn in time to sit just to sit there should not it should never be difficult People feel like, oh, my God, I have to meditate a certain way. Mm. Not necessarily. Well, but the thing is, like, obviously
0: the universe is telling me I need to meditate because, like, a friend of mine just bought me a Christmas present, which is a meditation cushion. Subtle. That, by the way, she said she was testing out, okay? So, so I have the meditation cushion, you know, and... As I bring up again that, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza has the yeah, Rewired series. And, you know, I watched the meditation one a few times. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I mean, I'm not stupid. I understand what meditation is. Mm-hmm. I can hear you saying shut the mind off, the third eye. No,
4: not shut the mind Well, you know
0: what I mean. But, do the, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is, like, if you sit there, you know, I mean, even if I'm looking at something, mm-hmm. my mind is looking at something. And if it's a, a, a clock, I'm seeing that thing go so how I mean, how do you get to that state? I don't even know what st- what state am I mm. supposed to get well, to?
2: You know down. they even say pra- that a med- a meditation could be a single breath you right. know I mean That's it could true. be absolutely. just a single mindfulness absolutely. inhale, exhale, and being present with that breath absolutely That's true. and that is a meditation absolutely, absolutely. Is it,
6: isn't it a practice I mean it's a practice mm-hmm. we're sh- we're sharing a mic y'all yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Is it in a practice?
8: (laughs) Well, I
6: was in in Atlanta. Um, Anyway, so you'd have to train that. It doesn't come naturally. Just like if you you couldn't go run a marathon either, you'd have to start with short runs. Well, that's why they call it It's a discipline. It's a spiritual practice. It's a practice. It's a a daily thing. And it's
4: something you choose to do or not do. And the thing is, I think there are many people who feel, oh, I'm going to sit on this pillow and I'm going to become enlightened. Mm -hmm. No, that all your crap's going to come up. That's what's going to happen. And that's what you're going to deal with. And a lot of people run from that. I shouldn't say a lot. I I don't know how many, but people. (laughs) Damn it, Francesca. I want an exact number. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, because it's scary to have all those feelings come up. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, again, we talked about this. The shakti that yeah. happens, this energy that comes up, and you go, my God! I remember elevating off my meditation pillow. No, for real, point. or in your head? No, I li- I literally, I was shaking so much mm. from the meditation that I was going through, from the shakti that I was literally coming off my pillow.
8: Have you ever? Has that ever happened to you, T? I mean, I've Stuff had. Like that? I've had different things happen mm. that you know, probably more more private, but you know, and I. Well, and now I, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> And Nobody's I, listening. And I think it's just like you know there are symptoms of moving through places, yes. but you know right. for me, it's like the meditation because you're very passionate, and I think you can use that in the creativity so it's like you to enter the quantum field, which is you know like I guess spirituality or God, but you know going to your heart because after all, you know you you have more information going from your heart up through your nervous system through your brain than the reverse so you know, if you go to your heart, you, that's where you make the, the best decisions. Absolutely. And just stay there. That's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of,
0: okay, intuition, okay? Mm-hmm. What is it? I mean, we usually don't follow it.
4: I do. What? i do i do well,
5: you got to notice first of all where you feel it in your body and your intuition isn't always logical so that's why we don't Never. follow mm-hmm. it it usually comes in in guidance but we're like oh wait that doesn't compute with my mm-hmm. rational mind so i'm not going to follow it mm-hmm. or it's not what i wanted a lot of people think your yes. intuition is exactly what i wanted it's going to go my way
0: but, but i had a conversation not. with a friend of mine about intuition mm-hmm. where where does intuition come from like like where is it?
5: It's like they, they say that it's like that gut feeling, like you no, know. I got it. But, who, but, it, but some people
3: think think it's your guardian angels that are speaking. That, that's to what I'm saying. You, but you we're know? really? I mean, seriously, where does
0: intuition come from? <laughs> well, that's a,
5: that. I think that would be individual. I mean, if. If you took a deep breath, close your eyes, and just kind of ask that energy to show you where it comes
0: from, you'll be able to sense where it comes from. But is it God? Is it the universe? Is it someone sending well, us a message? Is it That, that you could only film. know for yourself.
7: And maybe it's a lot of the combination. God damn it. They we have a caller. Call Hold on. <laughs> we have a caller.
0: They hung up. Call back. <laughs> hey, um,
7: no hanging up here. Yeah, no hanging up. <laughs> Not loud. Wait, wait, Can wait. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As, as human beings, we rely... Far too much on our basic senses, our five senses. And that's how we think we perceive things. But there are other avenues of perception that we are capable of and that is where our intuition comes through. It's a, it's an actual message or an impulse or something on a plane that we're not readily aware of. So right. how and do you
3: tap into that? I though? actually did a Get book out of the way. For, uh, <laughs> for a while. Get out of the way. I, when I was in exactly. San Francisco, it was called Practical Intuition by Laura Dern. Uh, she's a the, the actress. Not Laura Dern, oh. Laura, <laughs> great, Boy, I don't she's remember smarter. her last it's name It's okay,
0: because T has a connection to Laura practical, Dern, T knows her mom.
3: Sorry, Practical <laughs> Intuition, I feel so badly that I don't remember Laura's last name. It's just not hitting It's okay, right you gave
0: the title, anyway, do look it up.
3: It was a. it was a book that had exercises at the end of each uh, chapter. And I got really into it, and um, she starts off by asking you uh, to, what are three things that you would like guidance on in your life? And you write down the questions that you would like, and she says throughout the, this book, we're going to be answering those questions, um, but you won't in an indirect way. So there's these exercises where she literally got my brain trained, and I got good. Mm-hmm. I got good at, um, at like writing things on pieces of paper that were turned upside down. And knowing which question mm-hmm. I was talking about, mm-hmm. I even predicted the name of one of the horses on the tracks that she was, you know, trying to right. get us. And it's so funny because I mean, I literally I screamed when I got that right. I was just like, "How the hell?" And this lady that I was talking to said, "Oh, she probably gave you some, you know, some verbal, some sort of thing for you." But mm-hmm. I, I, I only got half the horse's name, but I was so close to it. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, the more I did it. The sharper, it was a skill, the practice and practice, the, the practice. sharper I could predict and, and get, read energy and like, it was crazy.
7: It's not crazy. That's the thing. As it's adults, normal. As adults, <laughs> we are convinced and taught you're not supposed to be able to do this. But as kids, yeah. man, my mom and well, I used to play. It's not the, true. My mom was a doctor. <clears throat> she used, we used to play the, the uh, diagnose the patient game. So when I was about 9 or 10, she'd call me in. Here's a new patient. Oh, isn't my daughter cute, blah, blah, and She'd pull me in the next room and say, diagnose the patient. And I was 100% because I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be able to do right. that.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone, call in. 323-524-2599. I promise when Tony tells us, we'll, we'll, I'll, like, we'll keep quiet and we'll acknowledge you guys. 323-524-2599. And no, I haven't had it memorized. And now we have a caller. Hi, everybody, whoever you are. What's your name? This is Gayanne. Welcome to Between the
1: Sheets. Hey, this is Janelle. Lee.
0: Johnna Lee from Florida. Hi,
3: Janelle. Yes. How are yes. you,
1: sweetheart? Hey, I'm good. How are you?
0: Fine. So I know you've been uh, texting or whatever here, <laughs> and you've got probably a lot of questions or a lot of information, or join the crowd. Tell <laughs> us what you want, honey. <laughs>
9: yeah. Um, yeah, so I wanted to... Lots of food for thought here, and I wanted to... First touch on, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on what I perceive as the new religion of memes. It's uh, like there's this religion right now. What's it called? Where it's like religion of memes. Memes. Oh.
3: <laughs> it's are are memes, you ta- talking memes. about those silly memes. little things it's
9: like, on yes, the internet? Yes, there's like yes. this cult going on right now where everyone is talking about, just like what you said earlier, Gan, mm-hmm. about higher that. vibration and being in touch and it's all coming out in memes, and like... Because, know because you know why?
0: They're illiterate mean. is what the problem is.
3: <laughs> they don't know how to spell, so they're using
0: like emojis and memes. But no,
3: no, but memes are like... The, the, what I mean, Jonalee, wouldn't you say that they're just like very like creative, um, quote-y things? I, how would you describe a meme? Why don't you let everyone know what that is?
9: Well, I mean, it's like probably 90% of my feed on Facebook, for example, is everyone talking about higher vibration. Yeah. And I don't really know like, that anyone fully understands the concept of, you know, the whole law of attraction and everything. And it's like people, I mean, if, it, if the law of attraction were a thing, like what about people that are like starving and constantly, you know, they have their vision boards too in different continents and they're struggling and everyone just seems to have this, You know, you just ask for it, and you're
0: just going to get it. John Lee? I don't know. I feel It goes back to... Yeah. Are you calling the laws of attraction bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to call bullshit.
9: I'm part of it. Like, I mean, I know that there are mirror neurons and everything, but the whole law of attraction, I think that we don't really have a grasp of what that is. I think, like, 90% of us don't. And so there's just this whole, like spirituality going on right now where everyone just wants you to be in this artifice, this artificial state of happiness, like all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you come to them with anything other than if right. any other, other emotion and you want to express that, then you're bringing them down. You're the Debbie Downer. Okay. So you're, you're talking, you're, you're, you you're know, talking about spiritual
4: bypassing. Mm-hmm. And this happens a lot in the new age. Mm. um society that we're experiencing and i agree with you and i think the law of attraction has its place and i also Mm. think that it could be dangerous at times and what i mean by that is, like you know how do you say to a cancer patient oh you created Mm. this Mm -hmm. Mm. you know i mean there are ways exactly you know people jump people just get sick Mm -hmm. you know and we can't explain that And so I hear exactly what you're saying. And I think in our younger generation, and this new age, oh, you can't think of anything negative. Well, that's ridiculous. There's a shadow side and there's Mm. a light side. And you have to deal with both of it. Mm. (coughs) Bottom line.
5: I mean, that's the thing. Right. It's like they always think, oh, if you put a worry thought out there, it'll come back. Well, that's not true. Have you ever worried about something and it happened? And have you
3: ever worried about something and, and it, it didn't did happen? happen. Mm-hmm. So it's just like how it's much? Too black and white. Right. Like, exactly. I, I got exactly. really, really heavily into the law of attraction. And <clears throat> I would say I was almost brainwashed from it. Um, yep. I would listen to Esther Hicks, Jerry and Esther Hicks yeah. all the time, Abraham. And I adore them still. Mm-hmm. I still love it. Um, but I was in a point where I was... <laughs> really brainwashed because I was listening to it every day. And the only part I I don't resonate with anymore is that it gets a little dangerous when you feel that your thoughts can control everything, um, Mm -hmm. that we have that much power, you know? Um, I think that there is some, a grain of salt to every single spiritual and religious concept and you just take what you like and leave the rest. Mm. But right. I think
6: too, I mean part of the law of attraction, people take the very simplistic piece of it and go, oh, if I just wish it, it'll be so. Mm-hmm. But that's not what no, the law of attraction that's is. True. So it's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely so. not it's, not it's what really it is. really getting yourself
3: an alignment right. and yes, there are right. two different um, sides of the stick. There's the negative and the positive. Her, their focus is to pay attention to how you're feeling because you're probably mm-hmm. putting more emphasis, your thoughts and your focus are more emphasizing on the negative, And that's why you're perpetuating more of the same thing.
0: But here's so. the thing, you know, talking yeah. about reprogramming, yeah. generally you can mm-hmm. stay on if you want. Um, about reprogramming because we're all conditioned you know there's all all these external factors that are conditioning us and that's based on how we make our decisions and how but how do we get to the state of presence because like we can have stuff in the past which obviously is going to affect our decisions Mm -hmm. you know we worry about stuff in the future that we can't control and we don't even know so how do you get to that state of being present teeth
8: because i know mm -hmm. you're always
0: present you're not always. always uh, not well, always. You, then you're a, then I've, you're a, I don't know, but I, I for me, I've always seen you always being present. And even the advice that you give and stuff, it's always really from a certain grounding
8: and a present, like being in the now. I've spent a lot of time by myself, but you know, I think so, everybody wants to be happy, right? I mean, we all want to be happy, but we think like, you uh, know, I mean, with the law of attraction, if we have a, you know, relationship, if we have a lot of money, you know, if we don't have cancer, that's going to make us happy. But, you know, having lived in, in India mm-hmm. for a year mm-hmm. and you see the beggars on the street, they're m- having more mm-hmm. fun. They're sitting together yeah. in a group, you know, than right. some of the people that are in these mansions that mm-hmm. they don't know their neighbors and they're stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like w- you can, can might never really mm-hmm. assume that um, you know, something like bad happens, that that person that it's happening to is, is is feeling it in that way? Mm-hmm. It might, you know, it's like uh, <laughs> Carolyn Mays was talking about sacred contracts. Mm-hmm. Well, we we each have our own mm-hmm. sacred contract, yep. and you know, it's it's specially for us. So sometimes those tough times, you know, you feel lonely or whatever it is, but that leads you to go deeper. Mm-hmm. You know? And
5: pain pain's a great teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people want to avoid pain, but pain, pain. comes up because it, you know it's it it gives us an opportunity to change. It gives us opportunity for healing. There's so much greatness and pain yep. that when we go into it and allow it and embrace it as a part of our soul's growth and evolution yep. then we won't poo-poo mm-hmm. it so much you know right. the thing is we're taught See, that, my goal
9: that, my goal is not to be happy so that's my spirituality when you talk about it and you mentioned it earlier what does it mean to you it doesn't mean happiness so for you me it is Feeling everything, being present, feeling Mm -hmm. the darkness, feeling every shade of color and being present and letting it go as it comes. So not just like holding on to it, but letting the emotions be transient like they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Let it ebb and let it flow and release it.
5: Yeah, but some people can't do that. You know what I was meaning like with the... Well, it's because of hidden, it's because of the trauma. You know, a lot of times it's mm-hmm. like we want to be present, but mm-hmm. our our subconscious, our our nervous system is keeping us from being present. So, all these things on like teaching you all, I need to be present. I need to be present, but our nervous system is not present mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's a protective mechanism. It's yeah. stuck in time. It's stuck in tra- that traumatic experience, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it can't be present today.
3: How so, do you fix that? I mean, how do you work through that? Well, it's a process
5: of mm-hmm. of healing and. Um, I forgot your name Jerry Darius. Durga. <laughs> Durga. Shared about you know and doing the spiritual practice, but also understanding like going into mm-hmm. that space and giving that space a new understanding. Because if you don't give that space a new understanding, you'll continue to filter your perceptions and your points of views from that experience when you were five, six, mm-hmm. seven years mm-hmm. old. So it's
3: awareness. Then you've got a- to be aware.
5: Awareness, mm-hmm. but awareness is the first step. Mm-hmm. The second step is going into it, healing it, helping. Mm-hmm. I don't the inner child, whatever you want to call it. You can have a picture, but I I, I say it's an energy that's stuck inside of us. Mm-hmm. It's an energy blockage. Yeah. Going into that energy, giving that energy an opportunity to speak, because at that time it's it it doesn't know really language, an emotional. Um, little kid doesn't know rational so it's like understanding from that space having mm-hmm. that part speak to us from that space mm-hmm. and yeah. helping that part understand and have also a you know trauma
4: sits in every cell of your body mm-hmm. so also you need guidance and you need mm-hmm. a professional who works with emdr who works mm-hmm. with um uh you know uh trauma and the somatic therapists out mm-hmm. there are the people who you want to be able to well, guide I you I think through too- trauma
6: when we talk about how we're just supposed to be happy, I mean, even the medical profession in America doesn't support that. If you're not happy... I mean, some not some people really need medication. Okay? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, but, I mean, if you go in and you're slightly depressed, they're like, oh, yeah, take a pill. Take a pill. Mm-hmm. Take a pill. Take a pill. So mm-hmm. the type of healing that you guys do, if that were more mainstream in this country, we would all be so much healthier. But and I have so, a question. Yeah. Hold on. I, But
0: I have a question. Can people do this without going to a professional like yourself? Okay,
6: so
5: I healed myself from 23 years of anorexia. I was in an, in and wow. out of hospitals and treatment centers wow. with anorexia, depression, anxiety, suicide, everything. And none of the treatment centers helped me. Everybody asked me, I speak at UCLA twice a month, and everybody asks me, how I got better. First of all, I said I stopped going into treatment centers because all they were doing, all they were doing, was treating the symptom. Right. They were putting me on medication, which I'm so against. You know, because you're if, if someone's depressed, you're suppressing that depression, which that depression has the answers to your healing. Okay. So doctors just keep you putting on and, and medication for the body. I mean, mm-hmm. that's poison there. Um, so. You know, and they just kept putting weight on me, and I lose the weight when I came out because I didn't feel safe in the world. I didn't feel safe in my family. I didn't feel safe with myself. You know, it's like all I wanted to was some somebody to love me. Nobody taught me to love myself. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't give me those tools. They just thought, okay, anorexia, she's gonna eat. Okay, she's healthy now. She has a game. no. In internally, mm-hmm. I still felt the same. So I was cutting myself. I was doing all kinds of mm-hmm. things. You know, I was very abusive with myself. So my whole journey, um, my healing journey has gone from self-hate to into self-love, you know, and that's what it's, the bottom line is, is really being more loving and gentle with ourselves, because we're going to have issues, it's just part of life, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to go away, I say, you know, pain is inevitable, suffering
6: optional. is
5: optional, exactly, yeah. exactly, you don't have, it's like, all these things, going on. no, okay, learn how to, well, we can learn how to be with ourselves in loving ways when we're experiencing pain, you know, we're not taught that and but don't you
6: think doing it by yourself? I mean, some people can, but I would it's say rare. Would you say can? Okay, so that's what rare. I'm, yeah. Why are you rare. looking at me? Would oh, I so say well, again because I'm because strong. it was your question. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's very no,
5: rare. It's, but it's <laughs> hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Go get help. But that's, you know what? That's why I do what I do because I know it. Because I took myself through the healing journey, and it's not easy. It's but I'll tell you something. Soul.
0: Okay, so I'm I'm fortunate. I have a really I'm I'm in gratitude. I have a really I haven't had major. Shit happened to me. Um, So when the little shit happens to me, it's a big trauma. Because I mean, you know, it's like it's like, oh my god, this happened. And for somebody else, it's like, get over it. But for me, that is huge because
5: what want, a trigger wait, wait. is it's it's you're you're bringing up something from the past so it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be it'd be like oh my god she looked at my bottle wrong you'd be like ah she looked at my bottle so that's a trigger so that's something that you're blowing something way out of proportion mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with that I okay am wait, not, a minute, on, wait, wait a minute
0: wait people i am so not a drama queen just want to clarify <laughs> no, that no no but wait See? wait because I've, really? <laughs>
7: I've, <known, laughs> I've known you for a while really i've known i've known you for a while what I know about you is you have a huge heart and you hate to not be in control. So when emotion comes is that is that not accurate? You don't like not being in control. So when emotion It's my show, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so so when, when emotion comes up for you that you don't know how to handle, you want to control it. Mm-hmm. You and that's one thing everyone has been saying about being present. Mm-hmm. How I got through losing my husband was just being present yeah. to my pain and my loss. Yeah. And I had friends who were like, okay, I'm going to come over. Right. And we're going to do this. And Thanks I was like, you. no, you're not going to come over. Yeah. You're going to let me grieve and let yeah. me go through this right. and let me be mm-hmm. in grief for as long as I need to be in it. So. And they could not understand it. I hate
0: that word because that comes up for like death of a parent, yeah. death of a spouse, well, that's and death thing. of a fucking relationship. Well, yeah. And that's a
7: big
5: part a yeah, part of your life or a part of you that was actually connected to them. So it's important. I cried yeah. for two years yeah. Yeah. on the floor in my condo. I'm at the beginning of my healing, like to the depth of my soul, to release a lot of that. You know, just like I. You have to, yeah. like, there's, you yeah, gotta you have to stuff. be yeah. in it as long as you're <laughs> in it, and exactly. for somebody
7: who does not like to relinquish control, mm-hmm. that is almost impossible to do. But what <laughs> <'Cause> winds up <laughs> happening is, hold <laughs> on, I roll facial says it all. <laughs> what winds up happening is, is you are just suppressing it, and you're pushing it away, and you're trying to mm-hmm. fix it, and you're trying to change it, and it just is going to sit there for as long. As you keep trying to, until you let it go, or
5: somebody's gonna activate it on
2: roaray. So (laughs) so I just want to say that. But doesn't
5: it
9: feel like can't you tie that into meditation also? Because you guys were saying that it's about being present, but I kind of feel like meditation is also about like not being present, like totally letting go and being out of body. Like for me, it's music, it's writing, that kind of stuff.
7: Who said you need your body to be present? Together,
2: like being in and out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, sometimes um, for me, you know, meditation or the work that these ladies are doing, all of us, we surrender. You know, it's yes. about surrender. exactly. surrendering control right. and Bingo. not judging.
5: Right. Just being with what is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Being and with not what judging is. yourself. That's you, what presence you, is, yeah. being yeah. with what is. It's yeah. not like yeah. presence. I'm not going to like my thoughts are going to go and everything. I mean, your mind does what it does. I mean, it's just yeah. embracing right. it. And know? not always right. thinking
8: that we have all the answers, too, there because, too. I mean, that's like that's been a practice of mine. It's like I'm always looking for little shortcuts, right? And I'm yeah. not exactly lazy, but it's like I want to know the quickest way mm-hmm. through. Yeah. And so, you know, f- for years, like, um, I've had these, like, you know, great jobs. And I haven't even really gone to college, but th- just, like, uh, you know some woman that was meditating called me and said, I see you working for this Japanese company. I'm like, what? And so I knew by then, like, you know, call, right? So I call. They fired somebody to make room for me. Wow. And, and I became, you know, the, the general manager of this big Japanese company, right? But <laughs> but then I injured myself, and I was put on permanent disability. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm, you know, I know a lot about pain, because I'm, I'm not even supposed to be sitting for more than 15 minutes. But, wow. you know, you, you learn to, you know, embrace mm-hmm. that, and it doesn't bother you anymore. You kind of rise above it. But, um, you know, just... Uh, uh so when I wanted to go back to work, um, I actually asked, I was looking at the field of real estate, and I, and I asked, like, well, what, what should I do? And on my list was a loan officer, but it wasn't anything I thought I should do, because I'm kind of dyslexic, you know, so it mm-hmm. didn't seem like a good fit. And um, so I was supposed to go to New Mexico. I asked the question, like, what, you know, what should I do? And as I'm pulling into the Burbank airport, I come around a corner and I see this special license plate. It says, Lone Gal. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be a Lone Gal. <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, I'm fighting it, right? I'm fighting. And so I'm like, okay, well, you need to give me a better sign. If, you know. <laughs> because I'm, I have these conversations and the more you do, the yeah. more you do get answers. Yeah. So I get on the plane and... And I was gonna do the crossword puzzle to, oh you know, God. take my mind off the pain. And it was like mine was filled out. So I get up, walk around. I see an empty seat, and uh, and I ask the guy, can I can I take the magazine? He's like, yeah, sure. I pull up the stack of magazines. And sitting on top is somebody's personal copy of Mortgage Originator.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so was wow. like, okay. Yes, I think that the universe or whatever um, gives you signs, mm-hmm. definitely. And Always. it's funny because sometimes when you, you, people say, well, that's because I was deliberately paying attention. That's why I see yellow cars everywhere because I right. was thinking of a yellow car and that's why I'm seeing them. But there are some things that are just really freaky that happen that you can't just, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. explain them away. Hey, Jonalee. Jonalee, thanks for calling. I want to free up the line just in case, babe. Thanks, Jonalee. Thank you, honey. Thank you. you. Uh, Everybody, don't forget. Bye, Bye. honey.
0: Don't forget you can call us, 323-524-2599. Be part of the conversation. We welcome your opinions, your thoughts, and your questions.
3: I'd really like to talk and hear more about synchronicity and about signs. Science, science. Well, what about the red flags? Sing a song for us. Remember,
4: listen to the red flags. I hate those red flags,
3: right? Uh-huh. There's also green well, flags though.
4: <laughs> right? There's Kim? also don't green. Mean, flags. I hate those red flags. <laughs> yeah, but those red flags, <laughs> <laughs> we learn to listen. Okay, a lot but no, of us Hold well, on. Hold on. I see the I don't, Okay,
0: all right. Here. All right. <laughs> I know. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so the red flags, okay? I kind of see them. My friends scream at me that they're there. But it depends upon my connection with the person that I make excuses. Yep. That oh well you know or you know they 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 had their background you know I I ton- they had trauma. This is why I mean I try to sort of analyze it. So yes I think we all see the red flags. But I mean how do, how does like someone like me because I'm human? How do I like if I care about someone? How do I like? Like, walk away yes care walk about, away <laughs> yes care Go about away. you more yeah, yeah. care mean, about absolutely. you more absolutely
4: and I don't think we all see the red flags they are so subtle oh no and mine are resounding <laughs> <laughs> no I think as your intuition grows as, you, as your channel becomes cleaner and you become more intuitive then um, you will listen to those red flags because they're very mean if they're messengers for us
0: cool hold on, hold on. Right. we got a caller
4: we have another caller Cool. Hi,
0: it's Gay Ann and the hey ladies in Between the Sheets. Who's calling? Hey, this is Joe. Joe! Hey,
1: Joe. Joe,
8: hi, Joe. the dancer.
0: Hi, <laughs> Joe. How are
8: you?
1: Hey, hi. Good. So, um, I have a question regarding spirituality, but it's more on the spirit side. So, uh, regarding meditation and raising your vibration, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I'd like to know the experiences that your panel has had connecting with the other side. Truly, if they believe that they can. You You mean the I see dead dead people?
0: The I see dead people. Mm -hmm. It happens. It does happen.
5: I channel my parents all the time. time. And actually this book was written through my my guides, which is, I I, I could say the inner slide or whatever, but it's a higher energy. Mm -hmm. What's the title Um, of it again? Awakening to Unconditional Love, Transformational Healing. And it's on Amazon, right? Uh, It's on Amazon. It's on my website, yeah. So um yeah so this is all channel writing this is all written through me um from who I call my guide my mm-hmm. loving voice but I believe that it's from the other side because it's not energy that I'm really thinking with this mind it just kind of flows through me. Mm-hmm. So things like that um are you talking about as far as talking to people who have passed over?
1: <clears throat> yeah and like out of body. Like something that you cannot there's no mistake. You, I mean, you, you're like saying, okay, that really happened.
0: <laughs> well, i like, I've got an experience, okay, because um, I don't see dead people. If I saw a dead person, I'd have, I'd, I'd like have a heart attack, um, because I'm not mm-hmm. open to it. No, I'm not open to it. I'm just yeah. not open to it. You mean um, a
3: ghost? Kinda. Okay.
0: Um, so, you know, but I know I'm intuitive. I mean, a lot of people on this table have told me that I am. I just. Mm-hmm don't i'm not comfortable right now Mm -hmm. with it um because i have blockages but like when i was a kid and i go back to when i was a child Mm. um my grandmother was in the hospital blah 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 and um i of course you're gonna make fun of me but i had my own phone when i was a kid i had my own phone line um (laughs) only child i can't help it so left the hospital (laughs) truly left the hospital and I wanted to stay with my grandmother because I got this weird feeling. But she was like, she was alert. She was like, no, 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 go home, get some sleep. I go home, and about, I'm gonna make the times up because I don't remember, let's say 6.45 in the morning. My phone rang, like a real phone, people, not a cell. And I listened to, I picked it up because I was half asleep, and it was like static, Mm -hmm. just
2: static, static, static,
0: static. And I was like, whatever, click. About 10 to 15 minutes later, my parents' phone rang I kind of heard it, and then I get a knock on my bedroom door. We have to go to the hospital. Your grandmother died. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, yeah. I automatically said that was my grandmother. Sure. But then I had this whole sense of guilt and remorse going, but I didn't. I wasn't there when she died. Yeah. I didn't tell her I loved mm-hmm. her. And she knew I loved her. But it's like, in my mind, it was like this unfinished business, and I let her down. And maybe if I was there, mm-hmm. she would not have died. Mm-hmm. So... Shoot back, that was 1980-something. No, no, I don't know, 82, I think. Shoot back, I'm in California, 1986, in law school. I met my first girlfriend because I realized I was gay, so we're in my studio apartment, and Sunday Times was my big thing, entertainment section, no surprise, Um, calendar. So I get up, and I sit on the bed, and she's sleeping, and the weirdest thing happened. I mean, totally weird. She sat up in bed. Like like fully like what I thought to be fully awake, and then she starts speaking in Italian. Now she was Costa she is she's not dead. Costa Rican, Mm -hmm. not one lick of Italian. Mm -hmm. And in speaking in Italian, the message was from my grandmother Mm -hmm. telling me, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. "Don't worry, I know you loved me. Like sort of let go of that. Like Mm -hmm. you don't need that. It's it's cool. You've been carrying this around. It's fine, you know." Mm -hmm. And and with that message, she literally collapsed on the bed. Wow! And I'm, of course, she yes to say, "I'm like, <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, what just happened?" And then I'm like waking her up, trying to wake her up, and she's like, like, like dead almost, but she wasn't dead, but like kind of dead. And then all of a sudden, uncontrollable sobbing. Mm. Not me, her. And I'm thinking, oh shit, wow. going back to New Jersey, California's screwed up. <laughs> that is so Oh weird. my God. And so what ended up happening is she, I finally, she woke up and she sat up and she literally was, was like, tears. So she was kind of soaked. And she said, what happened? And oh I'm like, my god. what? <laughs> and I told her. And it was really bizarre. Oh. But I mean, so that's one of my experiences. Mm. And that was my first girlfriend, my second girlfriend used to see dead people around the house and would always see my grandmother sitting at the edge of my bed when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the last incident, and I swear this is the last one, uh, my mother has lived with me, as you all know, and she was in the hospital, which you know usually has happened. And I'm in my bedroom, I have a roommate, she said to me, did you hear that? I'm like, hear what? She goes, your father. I said, my what? Now My father's been dead since 2011, okay? Mm-hmm. This happened a couple years ago. I'm like, no, I did not hear my father. And she said, he called your name three times. Mm. Nothing, nothing, nothing. She said, call the hospital. I picked up the phone in the hospital. I called, and my mother was having some issue going on. Oh wow! It was about midnight, one o'clock in the morning. But but for that message that I cannot hear, so I always have, I always find girlfriends that are like
1: <laughs> they're like, Trans- like translators, yeah. you know? <laughs> um,
0: yeah. And 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 then I I didn't end up going to the hospital. I didn't talk to the nurse and all that other stuff. But I mean, so Joe, for me, it's happened to me. But because I'm I'm not open to it mm-hmm. and I'm not receiving, I just happen to find people in my lives that mm-hmm. become those translators. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. That's okay. law of attraction. That's so the spirit then, world. Hold on, Joe. Hold, yeah, on, Joe. Hold, on, Joe. Believe- hold on, Joe. Hold on, Joe. Cheryl has to say that's, something. You know, that's law of attraction, and That's the spirit world, you know, uh, helping to get you that message. Because the spirit world is very intelligent, you know, and it's beyond, you know, our comprehension sometimes. And we're so much more powerful, and so is the spirit world. It's very loving. It's, it's, if we can just raise our vibration and connect with it, um, they do want to give us signs, right? There's thousands of signs every day coming from the universe. Mm-hmm. And it's just us that we miss them or we forget what the question we asked. But believe me, they're there. They want to work with you. They want to support you. They want to help you. They want to show you your own divine
3: light. Cheryl, how do you, um, I'm sorry, Joe, just really quick, I have to ask Cheryl on what she just said. How do you really trust these signs instead of just going, oh, your logical mind just, either it's freaked out, it's like, oh, whatever, that was just coincidence, doesn't mean anything, or I'm just being hopeful here, thinking these are signs, but they're, how do you really, like, surrender to accepting that those are really signs? Well, it's a great question. (laughs)
2: Well...
3: It's a great question, and I just want to tell you, it's
2: really, it's you having to trust yourself after a while, mm-hmm. uh, because that's what it does come down to, is trusting the spirit world yeah. and trusting yourself and uh, surrendering once again to the process. What? But, but it, is, it, is, it is not about convincing someone who doesn't want to be convinced. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's about people who are open to it. You know, it. it's funny yeah. you
3: say that because mm-hmm. usually I believe there are signs until I open my mouth and tell somebody. And I, who I'm hearing is, no, I'm hearing my dad saying, that's not that way. To, that's <laughs> not that. Or a teacher from fourth grade. That's not logical. What was the or, teacher
0: in fourth grade's name? I bet you remember it.
3: No, I just use that as an example. Okay. But, like, <laughs> the point is, the point is like... <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think it comes down to learning t- when you trust your own voice above all other voices, and you trust yourself, and you start to trust in the universe and the signs you're getting.
5: Yeah, I love it um, when butterflies and birds and I get I get mm-hmm. my best messages from like the ocean and mm-hmm. like dogs will run up to me yeah. and, and i'll be sitting here in in the marina watching the boats and mm-hmm. birds will just come and like sit right next to me i'm mm-hmm. like okay bird you have a message for me so i t- actually close my eyes and i feel into the bird and the bird speaks to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so beautiful i mean when we're open to it and it's spirit spirit world's always talking to us which is so beautiful what you said you know but yeah. it talks to us in a way that's not logical mm-hmm. so we really have to let go of our logic thinking mind and sense and to what it's conveying
8: to
7: us. It's three that's words, true. really. How do you believe in these signs? You choose to. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah but the other and thing that's a, is. Not only, yeah. It's not always right. like about seeing people, it's its an energy mm-hmm. force mm-hmm. sometimes. That's just <laughs> when my sister died mm-hmm. and she had been gone for about, I don't know, maybe a month, two months, and I'm in Target with a grocery, you know, little card thing. I. I felt her beside me with such certainty mm-hmm. that I almost turned to say to her, what are you doing? Or, I mean, mm-hmm. it was such certainty yeah. that I just couldn't deny that it was true. Yeah, that's, that's what trends, so had true. That. I've yeah. had that, too, with my friend. I think friend Joe wants away. to say something. Yeah, yeah Joe?
1: Sorry,
6: Joe. <laughs> 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 say, Joe,
1: did you totally think you, you state were going to word an edgewise <laughs> with eight women? <laughs> <laughs> um between the sheets so uh, yeah i had one where there was no mistake there was i was connected with another spirit but you know through my, throughout life i wax and wane mm-hmm. you know then i go wait a minute <clears throat> really what's going on here who doesn't believe like i've got some fr- like I, I got a couple of friends that say no that's it we die we die we're got done Kapoot. Mm-hmm. so But
0: the thing is, like, okay, talking about spirits, okay, so there's the spirit world, the spirit, and then there's spirituality, which is something that comes from within our own intuition, Mm -hmm. our own, so, like, so we're here, so so are are we like this conduit? That we should just be open to just getting, whether it's the spirit world coming in and giving us messages or something that we're working on from yeah. our trauma that we oversee this. I mean, like, we've got, we obviously have a lot of freaking voices talking to us. <laughs> Why? Well, it's like, but how do you know what it, how do you, how, I mean, how does it, how do you tap into it? Like, well, did you just be? I mean, yeah. like...
5: Well, actually, yeah. so it's it different be. It's different much. for everybody. And actually, how I found I call her loving voice, it was by accident. I was doing my healing process, and I was looking in the mirror in my eyes, and all of a sudden I closed, closed my eyes, and this voice, this English lady, started speaking through me. Mm-hmm. Is she like, single? Sorry. Single. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she looks like, so... And it was so beautiful. So the more I talked to her, the more she came through, the more she came through, the more she came through. And but she, did you talk me. or did you talk? She's, no, I, I don't even know how it happened. She started speaking through me. Okay. Um, and now it's like this book is written like, so I have questions. So what I do is I write the question on the top, and then it comes through my, my left hand within mm. the question on the line. So, for instance, say, um, how do I – how do I deal with this situation? So I write it long ways. How do I deal with this situation? And the answer comes exactly in alignment with that question, but going down the line. So I'm not using, I'm I'm not thinking about anything. It's like this mind goes somewhere, I don't know where it Mm -hmm. goes, but son, a different energy like moves through me, and I I call it my higher self. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm connecting to something greater than this physical body, but mm-hmm. it's a part of me, so I'm connected to it. Um, and, and you fully
3: believe and trust in it, and that's why uh, you're yes. able to have it. Exactly, right. it's taken
5: me a while, and it, it was weird at the beginning. Thank you, because like at out. first, yeah, if you get
3: freaked <laughs> out by it, then yeah. I'm Wait. sure that would be yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I wa- I want
1: to say thank you all. For, the, for your time, I'm gonna release the line so somebody else can call in. Thank, Thank, you. Joe. Joe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, ciao.
7: Okay, I got some good stuff for you guys. Okay. Uh, I happen to think that in a previous life, um, I was an Egyptian preparer of the dead, because I have a real. You
0: mean an undertaker? Basically. Okay.
7: But because I have a real, I don't know if it's an affinity, but I'm very comfortable around the dead. Uh, I've released at least five or six of my family's ashes Uh, I don't have any qualms about dead bodies I've been around several Uh, I anointed my mother's body when she died Mm -hmm. and it was just like nothing to me and I think as a I don't know if it's as a result or just along with that I know when someone's about to die because I see people around them my ex-boyfriend's grandma, Sweetie, was like in and out of a coma for years in their house, and she would just kind of be asleep and she'd wake up, you know, just sleep And um, one day we went over there and I saw a man and a woman at the foot of her bed, and I said to uh, her daughter, who was my boyfriend's mother, mm-hmm. um, "Did she have like a man and a woman, like a sister that predeceased her, and and it was her son?" and her sister. And she said, yeah. I said, well, um, they're here. And she died the next day. Mm. Unbelievable. Uh, And another friend of mine, an amazing woman, um, she went from being this powerhouse to cancer just ravaging her. And the last time I saw her, I mean, they held such a vigil (laughs) Uh, all of our friends came through. They had a schedule, and people were just there and just holding space for her. And I went and saw her, and I brushed her hair. And in the old, like the Est and Landmark Education, there was an exercise called the Being With Exercise, where you just sit with someone, and you just be with them. You just look in their eyes. Now, doing that with someone who is coming in and out of this plane mm-hmm. of consciousness is deep. Yeah. So I just be with her for like 20 minutes. I just looked in her eyes, and I could tell when she was there. And she was not there, and she was there. And um, I sang to her a little bit, and I had a gig that night at the Whiskey. And I said, okay, well, I have to go. And uh, if, I knew it was the last time I was going to see her. And I said, if you decide to leave your body at around 11.45, I'm going to be at the Whiskey, so come by and check out the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, my friend, uh, who was a shaman, uh, who was friends with the guy whose band it was, opened space Uh, at the beginning of the show and asked in that opening that she be guided on her transition. And the last song of the set, I hit this note that was so pure and so high, I knew she was there. Mm. And I got off stage and my phone rang and she had just died. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, and I forgot the best part. Uh, There was this big, like, six foot seven foot tall hooded figure at the foot of her bed the whole time I was there.
3: Mm. Great. What was that, do you think?
7: Her God, waiting for her.
3: It's so interesting how some people can see these things and some Mm -hmm. people can't. And you and I are blind to it. No, (laughs) no, I wouldn't say I'm not not like Durga can, but, I mean, when I lost my best friend, Lindsay, um, I knew, like... um, Like you were talking about in the target and you feel them by, I knew without a doubt when she'd come to me, I knew Lindsay's here. Oh my God. I'd like be overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with this feeling of complete love that would bring me to tears. And I just want to say for me, spirituality is love. I mean, well, look mm -hmm. for me, Mm -hmm. love
0: is this, is everything. Mm -hmm. And you start with that. I mean, openness and Mm -hmm. love. And what's really painful to me are people that can't love.
5: Well, it's mm-hmm. only because they have blockages around the heart, you know. just like it's, it's it, that's why doing the healing is so important yeah. because our energy is not mm-hmm. flowing freely if we have any of those traumatic experiences, any painful experience. and a trauma. A lot of people think like trauma is like this big event. A trauma could be as small as your mom didn't pick you up when you were crying. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know those type of little things mm-hmm. like affect a little being so much, mm-hmm. and you it's know?
0: true because yeah. I had I had my first. I mean, you know, we talk about Reiki, Reiki, Reiki. Well, at least my people do, and um, I never had one. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go get a Reiki healing, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> um, I try it all. I totally try it all. Okay, um, so we went there, and I purposely didn't go to anybody in the my goddess group. Okay, so I specifically mm-hmm. went to a stranger who had been recommended that didn't know shit about me. So. I'm laying there, and they're explaining the process. And then, you know, blah, 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 blah. And literally, when she got to here,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I'm laying mm-hmm. down. Like, literally. Oh. Tears. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said this story briefly before. I'm like, and I said to her, because I knew her hands were here. I said, I think I'm allergic to your perfume or something. <laughs> because my eyes are <laughs> here. It must be allergies. And she's like, she's like, no, Gann, you're releasing. I'm like. <laughs> but it was just weird. I mean, not weird. It was actually it was actually very good. And then at the end, you know, she said, you know, if I have messages throughout, you know, I will relay this to you. Do you want to hear it during or after? I said after. Because I was too busy trying to figure out how I was crying when I really wasn't feeling the need to cry. And um, and so at the end, she said to me, and this was really, she goes, I saw you as a child sitting in a playpen or something on the floor. Mm-hmm. And there were like two women in the distance and you were trying to get their attention, which is no surprise, because I was trying to get people's attention, <laughs> but they didn't pay attention. Mm. And and she said, and that is a trauma in you, hence mm. why you do have abandonment and rejection issues, mm. which I speak openly about it, I do, and I'm you know, I'm gonna try to work on that one, but that was so amazing that mm-hmm. she didn't know me, and mm-hmm. she was able to, and, you know, and I'm, I'm not, of course, I'm trying to go to the, you know, three, the, whatever, whatever, whatever old you are in a playpen, mm-hmm. trying to go, hmm, because that's another freaking thing. Mm-hmm. You know all these people can sit there and go, I remember when I was eight months old and they're not, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, I think uh, my first vivid memory was like, Maybe six years old. Mm -hmm.
5: Well, because you can't, you don't, it doesn't make sense to, you know, it's like, so you're using this mind to try to make sense of something that a little kid can't make sense of.
0: So what are you guys, all three of you, what are your tips and tricks? Because, I mean, we have a half an hour left, and I know we've wandered, but I think, you know, everybody knows it's about, you know, awareness and awakening. Um, what are your guys' tips? Let's say we don't go to you. How as just normal like people wanting to sort of start to open that love, open that be open, get to that center. How what are the first steps and basic steps? Because I think a lot of people when they try and go straight to I want to meditate or I want to do this and you do it and you can't figure it out or it's not coming. We get discouraged and go excuse me, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this. So, and that's my personality, but I know it happens. So how, what are the basic steps? How do we start to tune in where we're not discouraged and, and, and we can start to open up?
5: Well, it's okay to be discouraged, you know, it's okay to embrace wherever you're at, um, and just hold that part of you, you know, that's the first step. It's like, okay, however I'm feeling right now, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I shouldn't be discouraged because then that creates resistance. That mm-hmm. creates anger against self. And you're not moving into the loving. You're actually recreating a lot of that same old patterns. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that would be the first step. Second step, notice when you're triggered, you know, acknowledge that you know, and be with that part of you and understand, like, hey, you know what, right now I'm triggered. You could write about it. You could, you know, writing is very, you know, a lot of people, everything's on the computer, but writing taps you into your subconscious. So just keep writing. I think it's called morning pages in the Mm -hmm. artist's way. Mm Yeah. You know, just do three pages. I've got that book. I put it down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just keep writing. I've got all the books. Trust me. Yeah. You got to keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, because soon enough you'll see the judgments come up, you'll see what is really going on because it's never about that situation. Mm -hmm. If I'm upset about that person, if you go deeper and deeper and deeper, it's because I don't matter, it's because I don't feel loved or I'm not good enough. Those are like three core ones. Mm -hmm. That's what's actually making you upset. It's not about the situation. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you layer by layer by layer, but that's a process of not saying, oh, now I know why. Because if you're using your intellectual mind, you're not getting to the core of it. A lot of people, like, um, if you have a symptom, um, my friend was asking me how I do I go, be the symptom. I didn't take her through the process. She's like, I just want to do it on my own. I was like, okay. So I gave her the, and she, she got to the first layer. I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> you know, so it's like, well, I know why. But it's like, okay, so why are you afraid? You know, so it's like, you got to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And like I said, usually it's because I, I'm, you know, I don't feel lovable. Um, I don't feel deserving. I feel unworthy. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. You know, and working with those core beliefs is what's gonna shift the energy, but it's not like, oh I found it now I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like constant. It's 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 a spiritual practice. Okay. Awareness is, is on going. constant because when we're not aware, our subconscious takes over. You know, yeah. if we're not if we're not making a point to say, Hey, you know what, every time I put my hand on this water, I'm gonna recognize the water, I'm gonna feel it, I'm gonna be you know, it's like that's presence, you know. Um, when we're present, we don't have all these issues going on. Because there's when we're present, we're just dealing with what is. But the mind is going to take us in the past or future because being present for somebody who has a lot of trauma, who has any pain or anything, is challenging. Mm-hmm. So our mind is a protectimism at the same time.
3: It's comforting, like yeah. Eckhart Tolle and, you know, listening. I know, mm-hmm. you know he's the one that a lot of people... Well, with the power of now and everything, mm-hmm. but I've been actually trying to do that for the last week, and even over the holidays, I was I would notice when my mind was starting to think uh, in judgments or past or future or worries mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'm like, "What are you doing right now? Just bring the focus back mm-hmm. in front of mm-hmm. me. Everything is safe right now. Everything's. Yep. What are you looking at right now? And I mean, it's a Buddhist way of looking at things too. Yeah, mindfulness. Yeah, mindfulness. mindfulness. Exactly. And so, it, but it's so comforting. It's so he, it's right? like, because I'm going to say that. No. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, <laughs>
6: we have oh, elaborate. I, like limp. Dick. Elaborate, okay. I'm sorry. Um, WTMI. It, so if you're, are you the
0: only one around? Oh no, you're not the only one around the table this time that would know about that. Well, I said that first.
6: <laughs> anyway. So, you know, sometimes you, you think you're dealing with it. Right. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I think I'm dealing with my shit right now. I, I do my stuff and, and there's all kinds of work going on. Now I go to bed, right? Think I'm tired, I crawl into bed and I lay there like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I literally for hours, hours lately. And I'm like, I can't sleep. In the last 2 weeks, I feel like I've slept maybe Three hours a night.
0: Well, that's because we've been getting (laughs) into 2 o'clock in the morning every single night for the last two weeks.
6: We're
4: supposed to share um, that. Actually,
0: there could be
6: a calcium deficiency. When all of that (laughs) manifests, like all of that head stuff manifests as something that now you absolutely can't control. But then there's, Kim, doesn't that
0: happen to you when you're in the quiet? See, for me, Mm -hmm. I agree with her, too. Um, Not that I, you know, but it's when I'm in the quiet. Like, if I'm constantly around, Mm -hmm. I'm good. I mean, I actually, present. I do what I do, but it's that quiet space mm-hmm. that I start mm-hmm. to sit there and then think about shit. Mm-hmm. That's, know, that's why just a lot of people like to stay busy because they don't have to deal yeah. with
5: it. You don't it's a defense have to be with mechanism. With yes. Yeah, it's a defense protective mechanism mm-hmm.
0: but I mean getting back to like Francesca because when I, I Francesca was one of the first people I think I called in general about this and and for and you know my I had 15 birthday parties this this uh, holiday season but and no, fr- for, for herself <laughs> for myself. Oh, not for Boy 15 Clary. birthday parties no for myself <laughs> yes. um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh look Mara got me this really cute little gift from Victoria's secret Wait, share the card too here, here is the like the, the, the whoville the, the whoville dr. Seuss <laughs> thing <laughs> and the card is a party animal just based on the last month. No, so the uh, shake it. You want me to shake this or shake this? Both. Both. Um, but talking about Francesca, um, you know, we were talking about, we had, had an offline conversation because Francesca offered at one of my 15 birthday parties to have a guided meditation. And then it ended up being that this party was about 215 people. So we decided maybe we shouldn't do this and do it at a later date or a private session. But, We were talking about, like, uh, um, we were talking about something, and I can't remember, and you used the word awakening versus, I can't remember what the other word was. Because I said something, and you go, no, it's an awakening. And, you know, and you were really clear with that. And even when I posted the thing on Facebook, I had put awakening and awareness, and she said, correct it. It's awareness and awakening. So what, so the awareness is the prep and being present, and doing the work, and understanding it, and then the awakening is when you come out the other end, and this stuff sort of gels together.
4: Well, I don't think it's that black and white. I and am black and white, so explain. Bring <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so, together. Go in the gray. Yeah, go in the gray. Uh...
4: Well, I love everything Deborah said, and I totally agree with it. And I think the other thing is, too, is that once you get in touch with the triggers, nobody triggers you. You have to have triggers within you, okay? We blame other people. Oh, my God, you said this, you did this, you triggered me. No. So when we feel something that somebody says to us, that's our work. That's like Byron Katie says, mm-hmm. do your work, right? Mm-hmm. right? Do your work and stay out of people's business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that. And um, so when we get in touch with those triggers, that is our work. And as we work through those triggers, realizing, oh, It's also to say to the person, what was your intent? You know, I heard orange, but you said green. Mm -hmm. So it's very important for us to communicate clearly, and a lot of us, unfortunately, have not been taught to do that. So if I'm uncomfortable with something you've said, I'm gonna look at that, and I'm gonna see that's really within me. It's Mm -hmm. really within me, it's Mm -hmm. my trigger. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna work on that. And as you keep doing that over and over and over again, just become more aware
0: so you're saying if someone perpetually does something let's say kim does something to me and it
4: constantly no she doesn't do anything to you no
0: no this is what i'm saying but i'm saying she triggers she triggers she triggers triggers something in me so you're saying that based on that that's triggering me (laughs) i need to look within myself Mm -hmm. to really dig deep as to why what she does
4: no has nothing to do with what she does it has to do with what is the emotion sure, yeah. that's coming up for you, okay? What you Did you feel like a hurt little kid? You know, oh, mm-hmm. Kim said this, and oh, ooh, that just didn't feel good. Well, it's that little kid. You know, you go back to that place, but it's not conscious, really.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's an automatic regression.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. What's it called?
5: Automatic uh, regression. Yeah, okay. automatic regression. So you regression. get triggered, you automatically respond from the, the wounded place. Mm-hmm, right. And you're filtering your perception. Right. So she did something, but... but for somebody else, it may not have affected right. them that way. Okay, so here's you're the done.
0: thing. So she her, she has her normal behavior. It triggers something in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do I stop myself at that moment to sort of be reactive to well, m-
5: stop yourself at that moment? But I mean, yeah, but I but normally
0: you can't because you're caught. For me, because I'm pretty passionate and I got a big mouth, and I I automatically it's like that's your work.
4: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you learn not to Nailed. be reactive, and you learn to respond, and you learn to say to Kim, you know, that what you just said, thank you, what you just <laughs> said, I felt hurt by that. She didn't hurt you. No. But you felt something, and whatever that feeling was, mm. it's your work
8: mm-hmm. to uh, go explore so as, it. As I know T has k- something to
4: say.
0: Yeah. She's sitting well, real I quiet, mean, and you're never quiet.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I it was so interesting to hear everybody, but i I think you know identifying the emotion that you're feeling, but going back to what Mara asked because I think that was a really good question It's about mm-hmm. um you know synchronicities, and I feel like that's kind of the language of the universe, so yeah, yes. so l- speaking that language, practicing that, mm-hmm. and asking for signs, mm-hmm. you know one one of the things about um you know, some sometimes when people like they want to fix it themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So, you, but you're staying in your mind still. Mm-hmm. When you surrender and you ask for a sign, it's outside of yourself, and you're really open. Like crazy, wacky, wonderful things happen. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah, I've mm-hmm. had
3: some weird, on the nose things. Like this isn't a big, huge. I, it was it was weird to me because when I was doing my web series at the time, I I had this character in mind, and I wanted to get. I had him working as a director at Paramount specifically a director at paramount i went into goodwill and i was looking for props and things and i had asked in somewhere that i wasn't conscious of that i get something and i you know i was wanting a baseball cap that you know but i was looking around I, i didn't see anything so as i was checking out with something else i bought there i look over on a mannequin there is a black baseball cap with Paramount Studios written on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaked out because that is just so crazy, mm-hmm. and like I yep. think because I had no resistance to it, like I wasn't scared, so it just it happened.
5: What's well, happening all the time? Like I remember, mm-hmm. I pitched my um, business to a certain place and. And I was, I didn't get it. And I was driving home, and I get behind a license plate that said "Trust God," anyway. Mm. Oh, wow. And it was just like yeah. so things like that. Like I don't, I don't really ask for signs. They just show up. And then today, yeah. I was walking to put the trash out, and this lady stops me, and she's like, "Do I know you?" And I said, "I don't know. Do you?" And she goes, "Do you know some girl?" And and I said, "I didn't know her." And mm-hmm. she goes, "Well." I, I I'm I'm manifesting, but I'm I'm like in this space where I'm open to you know being in a relationship again. And she was telling me she's um well she's a speaker and her partner and I'm like ah that's what I want you know when we're a partner that's together with me and doing our business mm-hmm. it's just like oh like so she seems
3: to know your need like or what, spe- the yeah was yes. speaking mm-hmm. through uh-huh. her mm-hmm. and it's like
5: so things like that
3: it's just like it's it always is happening weird everywhere. and uncanny sometimes it's songs that um I'll songs. hear one oh. song on the radio. <laughs> oh. No, oh, no, right. wait. Songs
0: well, are right. everything. Wait. Songs are me. I mean, you're yeah. gonna uh, No wait. I, I'm what? sorry. I've got <laughs> She's the got ultimate. A
7: song. <laughs> the the morning my husband died. Mm-hmm. We were in the ICU. He was in a coma. Mm-hmm. And the first song. This is the the sequence that happened like literally as he was dying. Mm-hmm. The first song that came on uh, was. Uh, If you leave me now, you'll take away. Chicago. No, baby, please don't go. I thought, ooh, maybe he's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Until the next song, (laughs) which was uh, Paul Simon. I would not give you false hope on this strange and mournful day. Mm -hmm. For the mother and child reunion is only a moment away. And his mother is... Dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I knew that oh, when he wasn't going to come back. Mm-hmm. The next song. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from you. The next song. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. And he was dead. Wow. And I know it was him.
0: Of course it was, but I mean my whole thing with music because I resonate a lot with music, probably more than anything. And I like to I like to play this game, okay? Because <laughs> it happens. Um, I have like I I, I shuffle songs. Um, it used to be the iPod, but now I have really no control of it because it's not my playlist. I'll put on Pandora or something and just mm-hmm. let it go. And if and this happens every time I go to see like a, a somebody. Um, whether it's a, a, a friend somebody. but it's a somebody. Because, a somebody because i always you know what because a with every somebody. person with every person in my life there's one song mm-hmm. that reminds me of them hmm. i don't know why whether it's i experienced uh, time with them and that song played and that's immediately but i always resonate with one one person with a song and it's kind of funny because I, when I go to let's say I'm going to drive to see Mara, I don't. I'm just making this up. It's like immediately when I get in the car and I just put it on,
3: you hear like a virgin, right? That, like a virgin,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, it'll be like, I'll, it'll be like, it's like I know I'm going to see Mara, but that song will come up. And then I'll play the game, going. So what kind of meeting is this going to be? You know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, if it's like, I'm like, okay. So now what? You know. Mm-hmm. Now what, what am I? What 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 I going to do with Mara? Mm-hmm. You know. And then sometimes it'll be not with you. Sex no. is on fire. No. <laughs> no. I ah! Together. But it depends. But like then something they'll say like because then I'll go. Well, if I'm driving there. Am I going to get some tonight? And all of a sudden, like, Marvin Gale, come on, sexually healing. <laughs> and I'm like, whoo! You know? And I swear to God, I swear to whatever. I sit there, and I'm communicating with this music yeah. and stuff. Like, whatever. Fun game. It I is a fun game. Like it's a really time. fun game. And, like, for real, even though it's kind of like, and then, like, if I'm going somewhere, and uh, let's say, uh, okay, I haven't done this in a long time, but having sex. But it's like, if these songs come up in a sequence. Right. <laughs> I will go in there, just like like a peacock going. I'm gonna get it tonight. But the I do. Me. But the thing is, then it'll happen. And with, I mean, I mean, look. I know you guys think I'm like really out there, and I am. But when it what? comes to sex, I am not. <laughs> no, I am don't. so nope. not the um, aggressor. It's uh-huh. usually so you know. So I'm thinking, about it, going It's gonna happen, but it ain't gonna happen because I'm gonna make it happen. Because then that would not be true. Because then I'm actually doing something. So, draw, yeah. I, uh, so
6: I just let it happen, and then it happens. It's so cool. I but had wait, something- Don't you think that is that's almost like the perfect example of <laughs> synchronicity and then the law of attraction? Yeah, you know what I mean because that comes on synchronicity, right? And then you're into it so and you, you know. just carry but it. But the, 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 the knowing
5: too. The knowing is really powerful because I remember yeah. surrender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know something, you don't. There's no like blockages yeah, you right know? you're not yeah. stopping yeah.
7: yourself yeah
0: you're not
5: like oh doubting or whatever yeah like, so you
0: people that are c- counting yellow cars try this,
3: this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny i was um i had an emotional uh, conversation with someone i really cared about that was really spiraling out of control we were in the car and stand by me came on by benny king mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i just turned it off because i just i didn't want it to maybe bother her mm-hmm um i don't know maybe she didn't even notice but it just it was just too mm. fraught with like you know mm. emotion The very next day, I got in the car. That song came on again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Later that day, I was walking down the boardwalk at Santa Monica, and a guy starts busting in to "Stand by Me." Wow! Wow. And I'm like, "This is weird. Like, this is too weird. This is a sign." (laughs) But it's it's like I think
0: think when you're open to signs happening, I think sometimes I think because I resonate so much with music Mm -hmm. that that's how it communicates with me. me, So Mm -hmm. I can so I can go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm.
5: Well, it's funny, because remember you were, well, we were talking a little bit about uh. our same situation right now. Uh-huh. So I went to the place where this girl that I like work, and we're having issues, and this song above said, put a little love in your heart. Oh. <laughs> <Not> for me, <laughs> <but> for <her. laughs> I was laughing. She didn't know what was going on. I'm like, ah, oh, bring it, it on. It is
0: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. I mean, and, and, and just like sort of, we have eight minutes left, but mm-hmm. I mean, sort of rounding up, I mean. Like, it seems just from this discussion and, you know, guys, you know, guys, gals, whoever's watching. I mean, it is what the answer is within you because it starts mm-hmm. and it is within you. And it's to be able to notice it and really be open to to understanding, Um, you know, and I do believe with pain comes the greatest growth. Mm-hmm. With change comes the greatest growth. And I think we both we all to some degree, you okay? You've got you've got something to say, but I think to some degree, you know, it's the it's the ugly stuff sometimes that I don't think we want to deal with. But that's the part of the way that we're going to actually get through it and heal. Go ahead, I know you have something to say, T.
8: Well, no, but I mean, I I think that you know, just the the absolute surrender because they're there are like angels everywhere, and I've had these experiences mm-hmm. of just just. Um, one that happened the other, the other day, we went to go see the holiday Cirque du Soleil and everybody was like <laughs> dropping things and was laughing so hard, right? And I, I went outside and there was this homeless lady and I could tell she was one of those, mm-hmm. right? You can oh. just tell. Yeah. And, uh, and she threw her lighter up and on purpose dropped <laughs> it and then looked up at me and said... Well, we all can't be perfect and God's not perfect. what fun would that be? <laughs> you know And then that was on top of the taxi ride over where the guy kept talking about like being here and, and now. So if you if you want to know, it, and then just like ask the question, and then you know what what happens is After the that, yeah. the conversations um, get clearer and clearer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll start meeting like randomly. People will come up and tell you things. Yeah, yeah. So it's I a think, good practice. So or I or think box? the thing is to be open, <laughs> right,
2: Cheryl? You know, um, one <laughs> one thing I like yeah. to tell people is to like set an intention and try to be in receiving mode. So many of yes. all of us are givers. We love to give because it feels great, but we want to practice receiving because the Mm. universe wants to talk to you or Mm. wants to send you signs or play you a song. So really try to take a few hours out of the day and just be in the receiving mode. Don't make the call or don't initiate the computer. Wait to see what comes to you. Wait to see who opens the door for you or Mm. says something nice about the day. And let that, and be that that's your intention is I want to hear the universe talk to me today. Mm -hmm. Do you have to ask
3: a question first?
2: You don't have to ask anything because you want to surrender to whatever is supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. Just uh, try to be just in receiving, but practice pay receiving attention. it pay really attention. Is, uh, watch what uh, happens. Practice. Pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. Yeah. It's how really did you a- how
3: did you get over that when you when you're free form mm-hmm. writing and you're hearing that voice mm-hmm. and and the English voice? How did you get over the fear that initially started where oh my god what's going on? Like how did you finally let that just go through you? She was
5: she's so loving. Mm-hmm. I mean it's just this energy that moves like I feel so safe safest I've ever been mm-hmm. with anybody mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um like i said it's, it is my higher self and mm-hmm. she's just this she helped me through my healing like she helped me heal mm. you know a lot of people it's hard to do on your own especially from anorexia or any mm-hmm. trauma or any anything like that um well i mean it's and any, it's any it's anything,
0: it's, anything. It's, it's it's i mean you know it's uh, you know um alcoholism yeah drug addiction yeah. bulimia anorexia i mean you know it, it, that's that is so deep seated yep. that it's not like you know i hate when people just sort of go well if she drinks too much she could stop
5: yeah you, well, my dad my dad used to say god damn it dad just stop you yeah, know yeah. it's just like yeah. okay yeah I'm, kill, I'm killing the family <laughs> Why didn't i yeah. think of that yeah i'm yeah. killing the family i'm wow. killing him yeah. they they blame my my family blamed me for my dad's death. They said I put wow. too much stress mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad blamed me for his death. Mm-hmm. You know, so I carried that guilt for oh, a long geez. time. You know, so there's there's a lot of guilt and shame and stuff that I carried, as well as a lot of trauma as a little kid. A lot of the, yeah. you know, so all that was. Stored but do you think like do
0: you think just quickly speaking about mm-hmm. addictions, mm-hmm. addictions in general, because mm-hmm. we all. Are addicted to something, mm-hmm. some more harmful than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we should all be addicted to love, that and peace, and mm-hmm. that should really nice. be what <laughs> we should be addicted to. But yeah. so all that stuff underlies with this trauma mm-hmm. that has happened in our lives. So, like, how do you? So you're saying to tap to tap into that pain instead of like drinking your pain away, or oh, yeah. or. You know, putting your finger down your throat, or <laughs> refusing to eat, or what, or you know, mainlining. So you know, it's sort of like when those thoughts come in your head to, you know, buy that bottle of wine, or go and score that whatever p- drug things people score. Um, what do you do instead? What's so, that replacement? So I love this
5: because um, for me, a lot of people said, like, how did I? get healthy again, right? Mm -hmm. Because anorexia is pretty serious. Um, It's the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. And three of my friends actually died from it. Uh, My body actually shut down. My organs were eating on itself. I went into cardiac arrest. I'm really a miracle. Um, 23 years of starvation, Mm -hmm. that's a long time. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, so a lot of people ask me, well, I didn't focus on the food. I, I made myself stop because I was like exercise um, addiction, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, would, I would sit on my couch. My body would sweat because I would go through all these withdrawal symptoms, and I would shake, and I just sat through it. Um, but what it was was I started healing. I started loving. You know, Loving yourself is the key. And I started making healthier choices. My body started restoring itself on its own. I didn't. I didn't say, "Hey, I'm going to gain weight." I didn't do any of that. I didn't focus. I don't focus on the. But symptom. how
0: did you get the strength to do it? Because okay. you know, so many people yeah. they 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 try. They go to the program. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. You need to be a Scorpio. Game. Whatever. I turned my stubborn. I'm stubborn, right? Anybody with anorexia has to be pretty mm-hmm. damn stubborn yeah. and not eat. So I turned that in another way, but I think a lot of it too. So my dad died in 1996. My mom died in 2007. Um, My mom was more an enabler, and I really truly believe that I wouldn't be where I'm at today if my mom didn't die because I was always looking to her. So when she died, it was like, okay, it's just me and God. Yeah. You know. Um, and I started my healing journey a little bit before that. I went to hypnosis school. I learned hypnosis, subconscious, learning that, but I still was really in. But but that but that's but
0: that's what you've done, and obviously you have a book. But for the normal five books. books. (laughs) But for the normal person who doesn't have that, you know, they're sitting there, they're despondent. They go to that dark place. Mm -hmm. How do what 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 can they do for that immediate moment, to sort of get through that step to not mainline. Or not drink that glass of wine. You have to let the the feel.
5: Yeah, you gotta you gotta let those feelings flow. You've gotta just sit through that uncomfortableness. Mm -hmm. You just gotta do it. You gotta face the fear. So you
0: peel the onion. Yeah. Make. I'll have the onion. Just totally expose yourself in your safe space. Allow to go through the emotion. Well, it's not gonna feel safe.
5: Mm. It's not gonna feel safe. The thing is, it's like with any. It's just like you gotta go into that dark alley. You just you got. It's like it takes a. I say it takes a strong soul. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. You asked me how. I don't know how I got the strength because my whole focus was on beating myself up, harming myself. I hated myself. I hated life. I hated being here. I hated everybody. So you start with
0: self-love. So you start with maybe I'm just throwing this out there. Mm. You start with maybe some practices and some um, whatever. To just start with self-love, because you have to kind of love yourself to want to live, to want to to want to be healthy but you're not before gonna, you can undo
3: that. You're right? not going to love yourself right away. No, no. Does it start like, with the desire to want to do something?
5: And it's I mean for you me it was want it.
3: well, want it or rock bottom. Yeah,
5: you yeah. know, exactly. for me it was so rock bottom. It's right, yeah. exactly. So it's if, different for everybody. I mm-hmm. can't say there's not one way. All I know is healing is a process. It's not an impact. And a lot of
3: people have to get hit rock bottom yeah. a million right. times yeah. before they right. are willing to embrace mm-hmm. a different way.
0: So see yeah. everyone, um, we've come to another end of our lovely show Between the Sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about you know, getting that five star to do it within a three week amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, healing um, is a personal journey for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, don't beat up on yourselves. You know, we all stumble and fall, but it's again, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's come full circle. And you've heard everybody's experiences, everybody's stories. Um, It's a matter of always getting back up because, you know, one of my favorite words is hope.
1: Um,
0: You know, and my friends, you know, make fun of me sometimes as a joke and they go, You're always hopeful, even in the worst situation, (laughs) but you have to have hope.
5: Well, there's a silver lining in everything. And if you could find the silver lining, then it'll offer you hope. But that's what you know? I mean. So
0: you really have to sort of program your mind to see that there's hope, mm-hmm. that there's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. And whatever tools or people that come into your lives or messages, just strictly to, to get on the other side of that. Books. Whatever it well, is. Well, that's why I share no. my story, to yeah. offer hope. Because, But, but whatever yeah. it is, yeah. there's always the light at the end of the tunnel. And if this book doesn't work or this doesn't work, just don't stop. You know, don't feel self-defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, reach out to others for help. You know, yeah. we're, not all, you know we're here on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know, we're separate individuals, but we're a group. And it's really all about unity. And the center force is love. And I think if we did a lot more of that, I think we'd all be in a better place. So start out, mm-hmm. reach out to your neighbor, reach out to someone, and say, I love you. And, and I say it a million times we're all walk, and I say it a million times to people mm-hmm. because at that moment I may not really love you, but at that moment mm-hmm. I do. So um, have a great evening. Thanks for tuning in. I want to say thanks to Mara, Cheryl, Kim. Thanks, Durga. <laughs> Durga'll probably be back. Um, <laughs> tea from Ohio. She's amazing. Yay. We love our tea. Mm-hmm. Francesca, thank you. thank you. Do you have a website? What do you have? Yes, Francesca Oster.com. Okay, A-S-T-E-R. Deborah Mittler.
5: Yeah. Oh, Living in the Loving. Come dot on, com.
0: promotion, babe. <laughs> Livingintheloving.com. Derg, I know you have a website. Go.
7: Uh, just look for me on Facebook. I've got all kinds of music coming out this
0: Cheryl. Yeah. If people want to read, and what do they do? Uh, CherylMurphy.net. And if somebody wants some mortgage stuff, what do they do, T? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Pray.
8: Don't <laughs> you oh, <laughs> have, no,
0: no, don't. Okay, whatever. Um, thank you, Tony. Um, everybody, thank you. Please have a wonderful two weeks. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. Well, we're back. I can't remember the date, but it's always the first and third of every month, BetweenTheSheetsPodcast.com. And in the studio that week is someone who used to be my therapist, who's now my friend, so now she can't be my therapist. Her name is Christina Castle. And um, the lovely topic is secrets, lies, betrayal. Get your questions ready. Thank you, guys. Namaste. Have a great night.